This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. This weekend, unless you've been under a rock, you'll know it's the Battle of the West. Two of Sydney's biggest teams are going head to head. Now, the Parramatta Eels are chasing their first premiership in 36 years. And I think we may have tracked down Parramatta's biggest fan. His name is Paul Galvin. He's sitting in front of us in an eel suit, mm. blue and yellow, eel shoes even. Paul, hello. Have you got eels undies on? No, not, not yet. A few, a few of the uh, friends do, but I'll pull you up. It's, don't say blue and yellow in front of the fans. They'll get a little bit upset. Blue and gold. Blue and gold. I do apologise. That's all right. They do. We're very she's, specific. She's a rooster. Uh, so you've got to understand yeah. that. How, how did your fandom come about? Where did it all start? Uh, being a, being a fan itself, yeah. yeah I was just a, I was just a young a young little kid and just loved football. Um, Mum brought out the photos the other day uh, when I was four and stuff, and never wanted the toys or anything, just the football, the cricket bat, and uh, just Parramatta were kind of semi successful at the uh, when I was around the, in the late seventies. Uh, were they your local team? No, I was born up in the Central Coast. Um, I was born in Sydney, but raised on the Central Coast, and didn't move to Sydney until I was in Year Eight. But it just everyone had a team. Other Central mm-hmm. Coast, everyone kind of went for a Balmain or a Canterbury or a Parramatta. They were the three uh, the teams that everyone went for. And there's a lot of rivalry, you know, the old schoolyard, the old uh, footy cards, and yeah. the, the flicks and things like that. So it became like that. So, but I was one of the only ones that seemed to watch it every week, sit down and actually watch it as a, as a young child, and and it grew it grew from there. I, I could so relate with you when that picture of you going viral just breaking down when the guys ended up going into the grand final that realization that happened for me with the sharks and i remember when they that that time when they went into the and i, I my daughter said to me you're crying and i said the sharks are in the grand final it's going to happen and it didn't even matter if, they, if at that point if they were going to win the grand final or not just that emotion so i, I totally get what you were about it was oh, it's been a whirlwind a uh, few days like uh um it all, it all, it all built up. Um, so I've got a lot of roosters. My, most of my friends are roosters fans, and they always say to me, "Paul, we win prelims like you change underwear. They just <laughs> they do it for they do it for a living." But uh, you know, for us, it's it, it's long, many years. You know, it's you know, thirteen years since our last prelim win, and you you think, "Oh, it's going to happen again." No worries. Mm. And then you think, "Oh no!" Next thing you know, I've had three wooden spoons, and it's getting yeah. worse and worse. And think, "How are we going to? Am I going to get out of here? I just want to, you know, get on with the. I just want to win it, then get on with the rest of my life." Um, but the, the other night, it just it got to me. It built, and because I've, I've said to a few people, the game was in Townsville, um, which was it's unfortunate for para fans because they didn't, you know, they put up the flights. They, there was no accommodation a week before Parrot even, you know, made the game, and I just happened to. Do the go through the drawer and do all the sums and that a few weeks earlier and try and do all that. I bet I said to my wife, I've got to, I've got to book this just in case we go to Townsville. I don't want to miss it, and just take the risk. And it, it ended up that way. Wow. And, and the emotion built up because like my wife and my friends, they they come to me with every uh, every game. And you know the wife wasn't by my side and we made it. And it was one of the biggest you know wins. And I just I lost it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, there's, no, there's no you don't have to justify it. That's I totally get that. I I so get that. And and in the darkest days where there were wooden spoons year after year. You still hung on. There's no question of not hanging on. That's where people look at you the most and say, what are you doing? I'm sitting in a, a hotel room after, after a 40-point loss in, say, Brisbane, waiting for a flight that's been delayed to come home. But I, I just can't miss it. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just need, I need to be there. And I, I think, I, think I'm, I'm, I can't control the result, but I feel like I'm part of the result if I'm there. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Exactly that. But that's what being a fan is all about and what, you're doing it. What's the most extreme thing you've done as a Parramatta fan? What's the thing where people will go, wow, you went to great lengths or you or something bizarre or 
or, or expensive. I'd say flying to Townsville just to go to Townsville, which is a reputed shithole. Oh, <laughs> not to the people just of to Townsville. No, have you been there? Yes. I spent a week there one afternoon. So the <laughs> fact that you flew there dressed in blue and gold speaks volumes to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, we walked into a couple of local pubs up there, just my friend, uh, me and my friend Tim, and it was just locals all decked out yeah. in cowboys and, oh... I was a little bit worried that yeah. <laughs> there might be some, but they, they were some altercations, but they're they're a friendly bunch and yes. they're nice and relaxed and they made us feel pretty welcome. They didn't give us a chance uh, like like most of the people in the world, but uh, <laughs> there was uh, two two little guys up there in blue and gold who, who thought, hey, we could we could really rock this town. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, mate, uh, your prediction for this weekend? Oh, gee, I wonder who you're going for. <laughs> do, do you think it's going to be hard for Parramatta? But Parramatta need to win this. And, and that's something that the Why Sharks need went. to. Well, the Sharks, when they took on the Storm, when you look at that game, that was 14-12. That's, that's nuts against the Storm. You know, they're, they're, and there was there was another minute in that game they wouldn't have won that. So that's what wins a grand final. So I believe Parramatta can do this. Do you? You would feel that. Well, yeah. When the, when the Sharks won, then I knew I was the the longest drought again. Uh, it's going to come down to some some moments. It'll just be some moments. Hopefully, it's you know moments that we just think of twenty years later. And I just. As I've said to a lot of people this week, I never thought that a score on a scoreboard will, could change my life going forward. Um, I'd probably just be a completely different person just, just to get that relief out of the way. But I just I just saw the uh, players uh, after the other night, they just didn't get uh, no fanfare, just walked off, thought, job's not done. I've seen that in the past where they've got to be excited. And I, th- I really think, uh, I don't care if it's a one-point win, 20-point win, 30-point win. I just want that clock to count down the 10 seconds. <laughs> And then uh, it, it'll be more relief than excitement. Yeah. And you can get on with your life, Paul. That's what happens. Oh, oh Paul, I want to get on with so your life. The wife is praying. <laughs> and, <laughs> the, and the mother. Oh, please. We're all bleeding blue and gold here. Paul yeah. Galvin, thank you for joining us and good luck. Mate, it's a pleasure meeting you both and go, you eels.